0: Hey folks, before we bring in the goth ninjas, today's show is brought to you in part by The After Party. Every Friday, Kimberly Johnson and I record a fourth podcast each week, but this one's different than the usual Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday shows. The Friday After Party podcast is loaded with all the politics you crave, while also including uncensored, completely obscene conversations about sex, drugs, movies, television, our personal lives, all the gory details, the stuff we can't get away with on the free show, and it's generating all kinds of comments and conversation on our Patreon page, at bobseskashow.com. Don't miss out. Please help support this show by subscribing to our Friday After Party podcast for just $10 a month, plus you'll get two postmortem shows every week for that same price. That's bobseskashow.com or just click the all caps Patreon link beneath the logo at bobsuska.com. And now let the cartoons begin.
3: Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never
0: give up, never surrender. This
3: is The Bob Zeska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com.
2: What is a not mm, joke? A not joke is when we're trying to make fun of something, and what we do is we make a statement that we pretend is true, but at the end we say, not, which means it's not true. So teach me how to make one. All right, what color is your suit? This what suit is gray. Gray, I would call it blue, okay? It's gray. All right, it's blue-gray, but it's, it's, it's certainly not black, gray. right? All right. Let's say it's gray, but it's it not. It is gray. Okay, so a not joke was, I would say, that suit is black. Not, uh, this suit, is not black. No, no, not has to be the end. Okay. Okay. This suit is black, not. This suit is black, pause. You know what a pause is? Yes. This suit is black, not. This suit is black, pause, not. <laughs> no, you, you don't say pause. This suit is black. That's a pause. Not. This suit is black. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not. Not going. Bob Seska. If you vote for me, all of your wildest
0: dreams will come true. The Bob Seska Show! <laughs> National treasure Sasha Baron Cohen. I can't wait for this weekend to see this movie. Oh my god not i'm just i'm just joking. it's a joke from our nation's capital it is Thursday <laughs> October 22 2020 this is the Bob Seska show presented by bubblegenius.com hi my name is bob hello bob hello day 1372 of the trump crisis 12 days 12 12 days until the 2020 presidential election wraps up so let's do it let's bring in the golf ninjas yeah! It is uh, Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker Podcast, from dash, 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 bunker.com, also at sexyliberal.com, along with all the other Sexy Liberal Podcast Network programs. It is your podcast superstation, sexyliberal.com. Also, David T. Rex Ferguson from the T. Rex Report Podcast, patreon.com slash the T. Rex Report, also at astralsummer.bandcamp.com. And you know what? we've got a very special treat here for the top of the show. I, I always want jingles for things. I love the jingles. Of course, Stephanie Miller also loves having jingles for all of her co-hosts and guests. And so Rocky Mountain Mike made a very special jingle, and in fact, made a new version of one of my all-time favorite jingles. And without any further ado, here we go.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jody on the show. Yeah. That's what we're waiting for) There it is. <laughs> T-Rex hey.
0: yeah, rex yeah.
2: Nothing really close
0: with Jody on the show. Alright, oh, well, Rocky Mountain Mike. Yay. Yes, coming through in the clutch Yay. with a brand new version Yay. of my favorite jingle with Jody on the show. <laughs> I love that. That's I so love cool. it. I love it. I love it. Yes.
1: Thank you, Rocky Mountain Mike. Yeah. Thank
3: you,
0: Mike. Yeah, I'm, I'm
3: included. <laughs>
0: I'm so glad you were included because I was thinking, oh shit, we're going to have to get Rocky Mountain Mike now to make a T-Rex jingle to go along with the Jody jingle. But he he included (laughs) you in there. So, I mean, it would be great if we had a T-Rex jingle too. But I mean, at least you're in this one for now.
3: So (laughs) you're not... I'm trying to think like what a T-Rex jingle would just probably be Bang a Gong. A T Rex, you know? Yeah, so.
0: maybe that. Uh, again, send him all of your suggestions and all of your yes, requests. Yes, he loves that. He Care does. of Rocky it's Mountain Mike on Twitter. Make sure to at him on Twitter. <laughs> this is his favorite thing in the whole world. We've got more Rocky Mountain Mike coming up uh, later in the show when we talk about. Uh, Rudy Giuliani okay. <laughs> that's later we're gonna save that till later because that's not the most pressing story happening right now first of all we've got a debate tonight so hello future people listening to this show <laughs> how is the debate and uh, are there flying cars yet i always have to ask i'm always deeply concerned about these we are any of you not radioactive
1: <laughs> and we were watching uh, back to the future 2 last night and oh, right. it was like oh we're 5 years past that yeah
0: i want the floating skateboard is what i want yeah and the flying cars yeah, where the yeah. fuck
1: are our flying cars
0: who won the debate how embarrassing was donald trump with the mute button meat packs made of
1: beef <laughs> oh, geez, flying gross. meat packs <laughs>
0: jetpacks made of, jet of packs beef packs made yeah, of right, that's jetpacks made, exactly. made of beef meat packs made of jets or there something you go. along <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You know,
3: some things just strike me as just inherently funny, and I will actually lose my shit giggling, and one of them is the bit from the Borat trailer, where he goes, oh what God. was the first thing I said? And he goes,
0: hello, how are you? <laughs> oh, the new Borat movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, B- Borat's like this- secondary movie film, I think is the name. <laughs> yes, it
1: is.
0: Jesus, I can't wait for this. Sacha Baron Cohen, I mean, he is one of the media heroes of the last four years, the people who have sustained us through all of this and made serious contributions to exposing Donald Trump and exposing uh, his ridiculous supporters. And, and oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, the new Borat movie coming up this weekend on uh, what is it? Amazon Prime? Is it on it's Amazon, Amazon Prime?
1: Prime. What, what I think is funny is like Giuliani agreeing to do the interview. Does nobody that work with him know that this is a sequel? I mean, I, know. I understand people getting. caught caught up in the first film because this was a new character you weren't sure yeah. that makes some sense to me but this is a sequel and that movie was a hit <laughs> and it's like nobody told his daughter obviously wouldn't have told him but nobody told him that hey dude this is Sasha Baron Cohen he's an actor here yeah. Borat at the first film look at that i right. mean
3: but this is what I was saying last week about them being so culturally illiterate that they only get like the yeah. biggest, largest, most screaming signposts like Billie mm-hmm. Jean. Yeah, right, right. With, like the number one selling record of all time or something.
0: Right. Well, ha- I mean, have um, you guys seen Rudy's excuses yet? Because I don't think he even knows. I think he's he's referring to Sasha Baron Cohen just as Borat. I don't think he even right. understands that it's a guy Man, playing still
3: a- Still running, getting dragged behind the truck, isn't he?
0: Character, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he says here, Rudy- <laughs> oh, You Rudy's keep Rudy's fucking like, that ticket, Rudy. Hey, actually, you know what? Be- before we read, the tweets here that he posted on Twitter uh, the other day. We got to do this. Maybe I think this is gonna work. Perfect. Rocky Mountain Mike, of course. Here
3: we go. You crawled upon the bed and put your fingers way down there.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Rudy, were you contemplating adjusting your hardware? The writing on the wall
2: says Trump and you are going down.
0: Yep. Oh,
3: Rudy. <laughs> Don't pull your pants on down. <laughs>
2: Wow.
0: <laughs> nice. Nice, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Is this just going to... Okay. All right, I think it's ending. All The We're rocking on Mike. Another classic yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. America's Mayor. Laying there on the bed with yeah. his hands down his pants. And now he says that he was tucking in his shirt. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly how no. I tuck
3: in my shirt. I yeah. lay down on lay the down. bed <laughs> to make sure that the back rucks up behind my head. <laughs> exactly. You know what? They
1: he needs to buy those shirts that are untucked shirts. Oh then yeah,
0: untuck it. Exactly. Yeah,
2: untuck it. Then he yeah.
1: doesn't have to worry.
0: Oh man, where's uh, Sexy Liberal Podcast Network? Where are the untuck it spots to go along exactly. with the, the Rudy scandal? <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, who would have guessed that at this point in this election? that we would have a story uh, kind of dominating the news this week in which Rudy Giuliani sticks his hands down his pants know, and starts grabbing Ugh. himself and I...
1: Jeffrey Tubin's happy.
0: Yeah, Jeffrey Tubin's really fucking happy. And by the way, why could he not wait? How is it possible that Jeffrey Tubin tu- he watching porn a, or-
3: yeah. A general, uh-huh. you know, Zoom meeting etiquette, keep your tube in. Right. <laughs> like-
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you're the expert too, David, because you actually coined the portmanteau procrastinating, which is one of my right. favorites of all time. And so, and Jeffrey Tubin was not following the rules of procrastination. What you do when you're procrastinating is- <laughs> is it's in you a log lull. Everything. There's yes. a lull in your day and you don't want to do the next thing, so you of course procrastinate. You take that <laughs> period of time in your home with Pornhub or whatever you choose, <laughs> and that's the way it goes. Uh, Jeffrey Tubin got it wrong; He got the timing all wrong. He decided, mm-hmm. "Oh hell, I'm just going to procrastinate during his
3: meeting with my colleagues."
0: Yeah, why couldn't he wait? I mean, that's the thing. That's what makes his story dubious to me—that he couldn't fucking. Well, didn't
1: he? Didn't they? Wasn't it that they were on a Zoom meeting and then they went on a break? So I guess he kept Zoom open. And he either went on a, another call with somebody that he knew and yeah. was having some nice time with that person, or he logged on to something where the people that are performing are doing it for everybody that pays a nice little fee uh, um, and mm. watching that and kept Zoom open. That's the stupid thing. Just close out the Zoom.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, hey, dummy. <laughs> <sighs>
0: hey, dummy. Yeah. Uh, well, even if it was on a break, the Zoom meeting was still happening. Right. Uh, you know, it's just, there's too many sketchy things. And we know that Zoom is a Chinese company, isn't it? Right. Uh-huh. And, and we know also that what happens quite often, at least in terms of what hackers can do, is hackers can use these platforms mm-hmm. to turn on your camera all of a sudden. Yep. I mean, didn't we learn that a few years yep. ago that, you know, someone wants to, Uh, hack into your phone they can hack in and then turn on your camera and you you won't know it all my cameras are covered yeah well, Jeffrey <laughs> Tupin is in the know. Yeah, I mean, we all put tape over our cameras yeah. so they can't see us masturbating. Prop- I'm just like, whatever,
3: dude. You, know, you deserve whatever you get. <laughs> yes, you yeah. know, I, that, that, is, that is
0: my T-Rex right there. I
1: got one of those um, ransom emails <laughs> in my hotmail going, we have seen you doing things on your camera. It's like, no, you haven't.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Because
1: I don't, A, I don't do that, and two,
0: Tape. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I got a couple. Yeah, of my those. dad
3: got one, and he's, mm-hmm. I don't even think he knows how to find porn on his computer. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, uh, is. Like, We've seen what you're looking at, you sicko, and he's like gardening catalogs. That's man, a bloody oh, shame.
0: So so back to Rudy here. Uh, he tweeted The Borat video is a complete fabrication. I was tucking in my shirt after taking off the recording equipment. At no time before, during, or after the interview was I ever inappropriate. If Sasha Baron Cohen implies otherwise, he is a stone cold liar. Oh, so I guess he does know that it's a character in fact uh, the New York Post today reports it looks to me like an exaggeration through editing well if the New York Post said it then it must be true as soon as yeah I- the New York Post isn't being overly credulous with bullshit <laughs> from Rudy Giuliani <laughs> no, no, at all no shit, no shit. As soon as I realized it was a setup, I called the police, which has been noted in THR article on July 8th.
1: Right. I remember that.
0: Yeah. Was was that Hollywood Reporter? Is that what THR Yeah, the Hollywood Reporter. And I remember
1: that reporting because everybody was like, oh my God, he called the cops on Sasha Baron (laughs)
0: God damn it! This is an effort to blunt my relentless exposure of the criminality and depravity Spoiler. of Joe Biden and his entire family. Deadline Hollywood reports CAA had a distribution screening in September where there was no mention of the scene holding any importance.
2: <laughs> he okay, just said the, the word exposure
1: is <laughs> the word exposure is a poorly used word, yeah. I mean, phrasing statement. Um, and it, the thing is, is according to reports. When he got to the hotel room, he was under the impression that the the actress
0: mm-hmm.
1: was fifteen.
0: <laughs> so gross. So
1: that's my problem. The pro- like whatever he's doing, is disgusting and weird yeah. and creepy. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, from what I get, gather, it wasn't just Borat coming in and saying she's fifteen and too old for you, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, he was under the impression that she wasn't at least eighteen. She was under eighteen. It's that's the problem. Yeah. He was. He was going to break the law.
0: Yeah, exactly. And even if she is 24, 24 in real He life, didn't know was, that. Right. She was playing a 15-year-old, and yeah, that's if he, what if he, he thought. Was under,
1: yeah, if he was literally under the impression <clears throat> that she was under 18 years old or 17, whatever the age of consent is in New York, which I think is 17, if she was under the age of consent and he brought her into a hotel room mm-hmm. and then puts his hand in his pants and, and like your lovely, pretty, and wonderful girlfriend who I'm going to talk to on Monday- Oh yeah. Um, uh, she said, "Even if th- he wasn't going to do anything, that's still sexual harassment."
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Right, right.
1: What he did. Yes. Yeah.
3: You know, I was just thinking about tucking in my shirt. I like habitually like turn away from people if I'm tucking in my shirt. Yeah, me too. I don't know if that's a normal mm-hmm. thing. but It's like yeah. it is such an inherently awkward thing to be doing. Yeah, in front of people. It just seems yeah. like you turn around. You know, you you unbutton, you unzip, you tuck in, you put you button back up, and you put your belt on.
0: I don't know, but it looks like Rudy doesn't understand. That this is all captured on video and this is going to be all over Amazon Prime this weekend. So we're going to be able to see exactly what was going on. So if he was, in fact, just reaching down to tuck in his pants or tuck in his shirt after he was removing the lavalier lapel microphone, then we'll see that.
1: Right. And also, he did sign a release. Yeah. Because you wouldn't be able to use him in the movie at all without a a valid legal (laughs) release. So he's a lawyer, correct? Mm hmm. Apparently, he didn't read the fine print on the release.
0: Yeah. Mm. Go figure. He's a shitty lawyer who doesn't read the actual thing that he's signing. Because I've
1: made people sign releases. And, and we, I, when I worked for, for a hotel chain and we did um, industrials, and when we would have real people, yeah. we, we would have them sign releases. And they were pretty generic. I mean, Getty Images is what we used mm-hmm. as the basis for it. But, I mean, there, there's legalese in there that, like, some people would sit down and literally read it and go, but I want this crossed out. And they would cross stuff
0: out. Well, you know, Rudy is a notorious drunk. He's drunk all yes. the time, allegedly. And we actually have a recording of Rudy drinking just a, a fifth of Jack Daniels right before doing this segment for the Borat movie. But there it is. <laughs> just Sounds a it out lot of, like Marco Rubio. He's drinking it out of a giant bowl. <laughs> <laughs> giant, uh, giant ceramic bowl. It's like a Jethro-sized bowl. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> But there's one more tweet here that I found interesting that he added. I think it's the fourth uh, tweet in this thread. He said, we are preparing much bigger dumps off the hard drive from (laughs) hell. I know. That word. Yeah. You don't want to hear about Rudy and dumps. No. No, never. of which Joe Biden will be unable to defend or hide from. I have the receipts. So this is the hard drive that's in the possession currently of the Federal Bureau of Investigations. This is Mm -hmm. part of an ongoing FBI investigation, and Rudy Giuliani is talking about leaking material from a hard drive that is in possession of the FBI. What the fuck is that all about? How is that possibly legal in any way, shape, or form? I mean, these guys are running straight into a gigantic propeller uh, that is <laughs> that is only. that's what they're doing because they're headed for a giant slander lawsuit from yeah. the Bidens. And and Junior, I think, made it worse today by I think he tweeted out some video in which he's like repeating some nonsense human trafficking allegations against mm. Hunter Biden, which has no basis in true. This is QAnon pandering is what he's doing. And so if I were the Bidens, I'd say, well, you know what? Enough is enough. This is clearly defamation. They're saying things about, you know, Hunter that are entirely untrue. Where are the lawyers? Bring in the lawyer. There should be, this is clearly actionable they're, slander. why are
3: they so fucking fixated on Hunter when they themselves are like filthy That's the point. Their, up to their tits? That's the point. Corruption. Yeah, to and distract it's just, it's-
0: from their corruption. Because they're taking everything people are saying about the Trumps and they're projecting that onto the Bidens, which is just absolutely absurd because it doesn't stick. One of the things, one of the lessons they should have learned from the Obama years is certain politicians, none of this shit sticks to them because people see, people can tell that these are more or less scandal-free Politician, people who right. uh, just do not operate at that Trump criminal level, and so I don't think any of this is sticking with real people. All it's doing is reinforcing the people they already have, and that's the upside and every time of all they of they this. They
3: pump out a picture of Hunter. It's I mean, like you guys need to stop doing that. Yeah, because. He's very good looking. (laughs) He is. He's very handsome. He's one of those guys in recovery that I look at
0: and I'm like, man, I bet he was fun
3: to party with. Like, you know, like. (laughs) uh, Yeah.
0: Well, did you see uh, there was a photo going around Twitter late last night? Some fucking red hat a-hole. John Cardillo posted a photo Mm -hmm. of. Cardildo. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Posted a photo of uh, Joe Biden uh, hugging hugging Hunter Mm -hmm. Biden and kissing him on the forehead or something like that. And on the cheek,
1: I think. It's a lovely photograph, actually.
0: Yeah, and this fuck nut was like, is this appropriate behavior between a father and a son? Hmm. Yes. Yeah, of course it, it, is. it is. Yeah, and that Absolutely. was most of the responses were, yeah. What would you rather I'm him sorry do? Sorry your parents didn't love you, dude. Yeah, we're yeah. sorry you think your idea of fathering is to just wallop your kid. I mean, that's,
1: just well, keep
3: him in a rabbit cage and feed <laughs> him out of a hole.
1: Well, regarding you know, this whole, you know, because. Poking
3: uh, with sharp sticks every now and then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> leave him locked in the closet when you leave with some litter.
3: Uh um, <laughs> you know,
2: it's like, like I mean
3: it <laughs> It's like Mary Trump says, it's a loveless family. It's a family of piranha. Yeah. And so when they see, like, actual, a loving family that really cares about each other, it just, they don't know how to process it. It doesn't compute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the thing
1: that that my my podcast partner David brought up the other day, if, and as we know that that Hunter's name will come up at least a bazillion times, whether we hear it or not, we mm -hmm. will see him mouth it. Yeah. Um, Joe Biden should just go, okay, if we're going to talk about children, how about the $86 million your daughter made? How about the billion dollars Jared Kushner got from Qatar? How about, I mean, just start going. How about the
0: Chinese
3: copyrights? How about the Chinese
1: copyrights? How about the China bank account? Bank account? How yeah. about how about the Grifty McGrifferson and stuff you're doing with taxpayer dollars at Mar-a-Lago? How about, I mean, he can bring up, how about the fact that none of you can run a charity? <laughs>
0: Exactly. I mean, let's talk about for a minute here. China! And this story that came down the other day. I mean, this week has been just absolutely insane with news stories and one thing usurping the next, usurping the next, and so on. We forget that these things actually came down and and happened and were reported. And what we know now, in addition to all the other things, all the other linkage between Trump and China, we have this news that uh, Trump... (laughs) had a secret bank account in China uh, for Trump International Hotels Management, LLC. And and the tax records show that Donald Trump paid $188,000 in taxes in China, I mean, in China, uh-huh. Jesus Christ! While pursuing licensing deals from 2013 to 2015, that's about 188 thousand dollars more he paid in taxes to China than he paid to the United States. And all Which that also time. dispels
1: it. Also dispels that whole hey, the U.S. pays more, has a higher tax bracket. Apparently yeah, exactly. not, because he paid 750 dollars here. So the U.S. taxes are fine for him.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so this uh, article in the Times goes on to detail a number of failed and and successful business deals uh, by the Trumps with various Chinese nationals and so on. There are Trump International Hotels offices in Shanghai. Those were opened in 2012, right around the time Trump cut a deal to refinance one of his Manhattan buildings, landing Trump in debt to China for a whopping $211 million. (laughs) Jesus God. Meanwhile, the largest Chinese bank, the Industrial Commercial Bank of China, rented an entire goddamn floor of Trump Tower in New York City for $2 million a month. That was the rent that the largest Chinese bank was paying to Donald fucking Trump. Meanwhile, Ivanka owns, what, 41 trademarks in China? 41. 40% of those trademarks were fast-tracked Right after Donald Trump was inaugurated, 17 of the trademarks were requested the day after Ivanka was hired by the Trump administration to work at the White House. The fucking day after. Oh, I forgot one more thing. Remember in John Bolton's book, John Bolton reported that uh, Trump literally begged China to help him cheat in the election. Mm -hmm. This is all part of that broader plot that included Ukraine. He was just going around randomly asking foreign heads of state, hey, can you help me out here? Can you do the thing? Can you investigate the Bidens? Mm. And so we, we know that he was impeached for this, <laughs> and he was doing it anyway. And the scam is that it's Joe Biden. Joe, Oh, it's Beijing Biden, they're calling him.
1: <laughs> like Beijing Barry.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what Junior and, and Trump himself are calling Joe Biden. They're calling him Beijing Biden.
1: I'm actually surprised they're actually using Beijing and not Peking.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Jesus. Yeah, you know, I have, uh, I go to this place to get my hair cut, and uh, they are Trump supporters. <laughs> And it's, it's always fun. They do a great job cutting my hair and they're nice enough people, but I always get the lecture whenever I go in. They always want me to write an article about how, uh, Joe Biden's going to turn the country into a communist country and that he's too close with China. And so I just, last time I was in, I just got my hair cut over the weekend. I said, I just had listed all these things. I was like, yeah, well, this is, this is, this is the uh, entire floor and Trump tower and uh, the 41 trademarks. And they're like, huh? (laughs) You don't hear that on Fox news. Do you? Nope. Nope. No, you don't. Oh, by the way, speaking of Junior, did you guys see, I guess this goes into the whiny diaper baby category. Did you see him whining about his Instagram algorithms?
1: Didn't uh, uh, Sarah Cooper do something on that?
0: Yeah,
3: I didn't see Sarah Cooper's. I saw the Nick. um, Oh God, what's his last name? It's just gone. Nick, let's go. Nick Let's Go
0: song. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, he did that. You, but, do you have the audio? I, I don't have the I'm going to roll out the <sighs> Nick let Go song of the after party tomorrow. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I know. I know it's disappointing. <laughs> uh, I just have to wait for the after party. So Junior did this weird Instagram video where he's laying in bed whining about how Instagram is throttling his algorithms. This, I thought when I first heard this audio, I thought this was someone doing a Junior impression Because it sounds extra nasally for some reason. Listen to Junior's voice. Oh, for some reason. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) I wonder what that is.
3: Like half of Bolivia packed into his sinuses.
0: (laughs) Here's here's Junior. Hey,
2: guys. Hope you're doing well. Just watching my algorithms get crushed.
0: Just watching my I algorithms. guess I did
2: something to piss off the Instagram <laughs> gods. So Instagram gods. hopefully you're seeing this stuff anyway. Hopefully you'll see we'll do it what we the can. It's the cocaine anyway. in the back of his nose. Yeah, uh, here I am. Blank and well, did bad. you see Tiffany's thing? That oh gr- my god, what was that?
0: And what is
3: this accent they have with their back Don't It's
0: just like uh... it's the Thurston Howell the yes, third accent. It is so the Patrick, too. but uh, Patrick Bateman accent. Eric Cantor but, had that. Yeah, yeah. Junior's got or it. Jiminy.
3: Time's so about. was like, I had issues with this speech, and I was like, speech is too kind for this she bit of- She
1: was hammered, it sounded Gurgling
3: funny. and fin-flapping that she was <laughs> doing.
1: But my, what, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Poor,
0: Poor Bob, you say, gurgling, he's left the room. Gurgling and fin-flapping, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Well- <laughs> <laughs> There's the title of the show, Gurgling yeah, and thank Flapping. Thank you
0: very much. Absolutely. Um,
1: did you hear the, there was a phrase that she said, though, to the three people that were there. Yeah. Um, before my father got into politics, he was very supportive of this before. Yeah. So not
0: since. <laughs> right. Before he started pandering to morons and suckers, he was I mean, actually. Before,
1: before he was into politics, he was awesome with you guys. But yeah. now, not so much.
0: <laughs> but now, none of that matters anymore. Thanks. Right. Thanks, thank you, Tiffany. Moron. Appreciate that. Oh, he was totally uh, pro-LGBTQ, you know, when he couldn't make any difference whatsoever. But now that he can actually make a difference, he hates you fuckers. Right. (laughs) God damn it. These people, I swear to God, I go back to our ongoing thesis about how they're just aliens in human suits trying badly to uh, duplicate human behavior. Because uh, once again, in the Leslie Stahl interview from 60 Minutes, Donald Trump took a drink of water, had to use two hands, like no fucking human (laughs) being. I mean, he he uses his right hand to hold the cup and then his left hand to push the bottom of the cup up to his fucking Uh fish mouth. uh, Who does that? Who drinks beverages like that? What the fuck is wrong with him, and why won't... (laughs) uh, You know, I want to talk about this... Really
3: itchy, itchy human teeth.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. I want to talk about 60 Minutes, but before we talk about 60 Minutes, we got to get into this bizarre fucking John Ratcliffe thing from yesterday with uh, Chris Ray In the the middle of the evening. Yeah, in the middle of the evening, just suddenly dropped out of nowhere, and I've got some very... Uh, specific theories about what all of that was. And I think a lot of us do a lot of us who have a brain in our heads know exactly what's going on because it was another bungled and botched Donald Trump operation from top to bottom. This was at the Jacob Wall level of the dumb shit scale. All right, but before we talk about the John Ratcliffe press conference from last night, we got to talk about uh, Plexiderm. With so many changes going on in the world nowadays, it feels like every day there's something new, but there's one thing that you can count on. It's that looking good makes you feel great, my friends, and we could all use a little bit of that. If you have under eye bags or Dark circles or crow's feet Imagine that they're gone Without making an appointment Or leaving the house It's called Plexiderm of course It's clinically studied serum That visibly reduces the signs of aging In 10 minutes And lasts up to 10 hours Add some confidence in your life Knowing you look your best Even if you're having a makeup free day And in fact Plexiderm goes on clear So nobody's going to know That you're using it And Plexiderm works great With oil free makeup Today you can try A six day application trial pack For just $14.95 With free shipping When you visit buyplx.com slash voices or call 800-685-1292 and tell the operator the code voices. Order today. Shipping is free and it's back with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit byplx.com slash voices or call 800-685-1292 and say the code voices at checkout. Thank you. The
2: Bob Seska Show. Everybody's looking for love But I don't need a lover for my love I don't need a lover for my love I got lots to give and lots to keep The idea of some company doesn't bother me It really doesn't bother me But in the meantime I'm not gonna spend all my mental time Waiting for somebody to fulfill my inside. I love this a lot. I'm yeah, an empty to yeah my
0: you recognize this voice. This is Alexia Chombi. This is uh, Empty Vase, brand new single. It's got that new single smell, if you, if you like that sort of thing. Link in the description. It's like a perfect to, uh, summer
3: song. Yeah, it really
0: is. Uh it's again, I like these hopeful songs right about now. I think we all need them. I don't know, empty vase sounds like it's not as hopeful, but the song feels hopeful. So let's put it that way. Uh, Yeah, definitely support all of our indie bands here, including Alexia Chambi. Uh, Link's in the description to support all of the bands that we feature here on the show. Indie Music Countdown coming up in something like eight or nine days, right around Christmas, right around uh, Christmas, right around Halloween as we're going to do another Indie Music Countdown. Last Indie Music Countdown before the election. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's just around the corner. com slash music if you want to submit your songs. Okay. John Ratchford. My Radcliffe. next therapy yeah.
3: appointment is the day before the election day. And I was just like, oh, well my timed. God. It, it's so close. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Isn't that the day the asteroid's supposed to hit?
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, the asteroid that's going to do like no damage whatsoever because I think it's yeah. only the size of a refrigerator. But of course, we'll it's we'll twenty twenty twenty. Yeah, we'll make a
1: dent somewhere. <laughs> you
0: never know. It's probably going to land on the head of a beloved celebrity. That's probably no, how. No, no, no. Well, no, no. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's going to. I'm saying the way twenty twenty has been working out, it's bound to happen. That's true.
1: <laughs> And Tab is no longer going to be produced. Fuck you. Yeah. What?
0: Oh, my God, Jody. We all shed a small tear for you when we (laughs) heard the news. You have
1: no idea. It was like all of Twitter was like, has anybody told Jody?
0: Yeah. I'd like to catch Jody's head before it hits the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Do you uh, have like a black armband on your arm? I do.
1: I'm going to start buying Diet Pepsi in protest. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know. But yeah. maybe they're like, being well, di- I
3: did, I, you know, I, diet. I haven't even thought about diet Pepsi because I didn't think any, like could Pepsi get any nastier? It could. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh,
1: I, I'm thinking that maybe it's just a diabolical plan that January 1st, 2021, they're going to release the original tab. And because their, their, their thing was like, cocaine. No, yeah. No, that was Coca-Cola. No, um <laughs> without without NutraSweet, just the saccharin, the good stuff. Oh, yeah. The good and, stuff. Yeah. The
0: stuff that caused brain tumors. Yeah. B- no, perfect. it
1: doesn't. Actually, there oh, was does a, it? A, it does not. Saccharin does not cause cancer. Oh, um, they, it took an act of Congress to take that warning off the label. I know these things because I'm a tab addict. OK, um, they just added NutraSweet <clears throat> to the saccharin in 1988. Um, but then so what, what, changed, what was causing
0: changed. cancer then with the artificial sweetener wasn't that it, it was, was in
3: mice and they were giving them huge, huge amounts doses. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah way okay. more than anybody would like ever you have consume. to drink like five hundred diet sodas a day to get the level of saccharin that those mice were
1: yeah taking. it was insane but so so what I'm thinking is their their excuse for they've said in the the Wall Street Journal article was well it's just not selling well you're not advertising it. How? So people don't know it exists except for diehard tab drinkers. Yeah. And when they did the tab energy drink, it wasn't tab. It was just awful like Red Bull kind of thing. So of course that wasn't uh, going to work. Yeah, that's... And, and so it's like if you guys were advertising the product that you say isn't being sold, perhaps you could get new tab drinkers.
0: I wonder, Jody, how many cans of tab do you think you would need to last you for the rest of your lifetime? Because I'm thinking, Fight. maybe we put together like a uh, a, a tab, coalition, like a coalition, <laughs> a, a t- great tab hunt, <laughs> a tab hunt, a tab drive for Jody we Hamilton. Where well, we just- I mean, I've
1: had I've had friends of mine go, "Are you stocking up?" I'm like, I haven't been able to buy it since April.
0: Oh, really? So it's yeah. actually not even really available right now. No, so you can't. Only, even- only,
1: only David has been able to get me six of them. And then Lonnie's mom had some always on on hand at her house, but she drank the rest of it. So thanks, Nancy. Um, I would and- go back
3: to that convenience store on the outside of town where I found them.
1: Well, apparently they're anywhere. selling Tab for like $300 a case right now online.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. So they're already gouging the tab prices. Absolutely they
1: are. Because, I mean, there's probably, you know, there's several thousand of us that drink this stuff, obviously, or they wouldn't have kept making it since 1980 when they tried to get rid of it. Um, So, I mean, people do drink it. It's just, it's like they haven't been bringing it to, at least, I mean, my mom's assistant in Texas is looking for it. My sister-in-law in in Colorado is looking for it. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) Francis and Callier's looking for it and you know. out
3: all your minions fly my princess. Fly, my
1: bitches. go you know i mean i mean uh, 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 Francis sure. Callier's just like what can i do and i'm like if you see it get it you know
3: <laughs>
0: it's your tab posse okay well you this know this is
3: heartbreaking though because you know i am a hometown boy when it comes to coke versus pepsi mm-hmm. coca cola was yeah. invented in my hometown columbus georgia even though they say atlanta yeah it was columbus because he was at his country house but um yeah and I just, I don't like Pepsi. It's not fizzy enough. <laughs> we were going to talk about John Ratcliffe. Before yeah, we're going to talk about fun. John Ratcliffe, but
0: I also have some breaking news here. That just It's minor breaking news, but it's Rudy Giuliani-related breaking news. Okay. Molly John Fast just posted a screen grab, I, presumably from the movie. I don't know if this was an outtake or a screen grab that was circulated. Regardless, it's a reverse shot of Rudy sitting on the bed in the hotel room and this <laughs> character, this fifteen-year-old daughter of Borat, who's in the room with him, uh, is doing something to him that we can't see, but it has—it's oh, like something in front that. of him. And then he's got his hand on oh, her I lower back.
1: I think it was when she—she she was probably helping him get rid of the uh, lab battery pack because they do talk about how she helped him get rid of his microphone. Okay. And- battery pack. They did, that's probably that shot. All right. Well, it I, does look more untoward than it is, but I think that's probably what that is. Yeah,
0: and I'm glad you brought that up, Jody, because I did want to say, you know, sometimes when they promote movies like this, they do some misdirection. And so I'm not trying to harsh anyone's mellow here with the Rudy Giuliani story, but it's possible that this is all part of the joke. This is all part of I
3: know that whenever someone's taking something off the back of my belt, I'd come I put my hand on the small. Yeah, See, instead yeah. of turning around. Thank you. She's yeah. not Good doing point.
1: anything untoward. She's probably just doing taking the microphone off and doing what she's doing, yeah. which is completely innocent. What he's doing with his hand on her is wrong because I've had blab mics put on me for this silly movie that I did where I played the ninja, and you know the guy. It was a dude who's sound guy, and I'm like, I'll. He's like, let me help with this. I didn't put my arm around him. You didn't grab. Like, his the they ass say while turn
3: around, yeah. and they yeah. clip it to your belt, <laughs> and then you turn around to face them again. Yeah. Like, yeah. It- yeah.
0: Well, okay, let's talk about uh, another mystery, and that is the John Ratcliffe. (laughs) Press conference, the non press conference press conference from last night, which was announced as an FBI press conference, and they did it at the FBI. So why the fuck was John Ratcliffe running the show last night? Well, let's we're getting ahead of ourselves. Because
3: Christopher Ray, I don't think would say what the president wanted to say. Yeah, exactly. We're
0: going to get. Let's let's get. Hold on, hold that thought for just one second. Because let's back up. So yesterday, what was coming out? are A bunch of emails that were sent to Democrats, threatening emails purportedly from the Proud Boys, from a Proud Boys email account. And these emails were threatening Democrats by saying, we are in possession of all of your information. You are currently registered as a Democrat, and we know this because we have gained access into the entire voting infrastructure. You will vote for Trump on election day, or we will come after you. Change your party affiliation to Republican to let us know you received our message and will comply. We will know which candidate you voted for. I would take this seriously if I were you, Good luck with a winky face emoji, and the weird—that's the weirdest part. I think the the yeah. winky face emoji, which indicates that we're just kidding, or are they? I don't know. That doesn't right. make any sense. <laughs> but so that's the email that's going out for the Proud Boys. So that was a big story yesterday, and then suddenly the word came down on Twitter that the FBI was going to be holding a press conference about, you know, an urgent press conference about election security. So I was on the edge of my seat. We were all on the edge of our seats. And then this thing starts. It's at the FBI. John Ratcliffe, that fucking weasel, who's one of the biggest hack frauds in the entire Trump administration, uh, is running the show. And he gets up there and he says that there's uh, election interference happening from Iran and Russia. But, of course, the Russia part, well, we don't know what they're doing. But, Iran,
3: but he didn't even say that. He just like breezed right by it.
0: Yeah, like, breezed right wasn't by it. Well, he actually did say at one point that we don't know what we don't know what Russia is doing. But at the same time, he was detailing uh, quite seriously what Iran is doing. And that leads us to believe that he was talking about the Proud Boys emails, though he never said Proud Boys. And I think that was part of the show. I think that was intentional. He didn't mention Proud Boys because what he wanted to do, what Donald Trump wanted him to do, was to frame all of this as being the Democrats plotting against Trump. And that's what he said, that these emails sent out, presumably these Proud Boys emails, the one I just just read, uh, were out there to damage President Trump. Those were his words during this meeting. And that makes no bloody sense whatsoever. It sounds like Trump ordered Ratcliffe to blame Iran for the proud boys' emails, framing this plot as something to hurt Trump but not Biden. Notice that, uh, by the way, Chris Ray, who got up and spoke after that, the FBI director, spoke after John Ratcliffe. Chris Ray's remarks We're just like he was reading boilerplate FBI mission statements. Like, we're going to confront election interference in all the ways that we see it. And this is our mission at the FBI. And the FBI is a law enforcement body located in Washington, D.C. And it was just that kind of stuff. There was nothing. (laughs) We're going
3: to be proactive in that we're pros and we're acting. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to solve this problem head on and stronger than ever before.
0: He didn't even say that. He didn't say we're going to solve this problem. Mm. He referenced nothing about what John Ratcliffe said, not even to say we're going after the people who were responsible for these emails. Nothing. He didn't attach himself in any way other than to appear at this announcement. So to me, this was absolutely Donald Trump trying to throw some sort of wrench into the works about this problem. Boys email story to try to make it seem like it was uh, intended to hurt Trump rather than intended to hurt Joe Biden, because it's obvious based on, you know, the reading of this thing, the reading of these emails. It's obvious that these are emails intended to intimidate or suppress Democratic voters. And that is a thousand percent clear. So why didn't FBI Director Chris Wray lead the FBI's announcement? Why didn't he do it? But my guess, going back to what T-Rex was saying, yeah. m- my guess is because he refused to say what Trump wanted him to say. And he only appeared because this is another story, completely separate story that's been going around this week. Donald Trump wants to fire Chris Ray. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so maybe he just agreed to appear at this announcement to protect his ass, to protect his job. but he drew the line at repeating anything john radcliffe was saying what, what's your theory on this jody
1: isn't there rumors that he is going to fire christopher ray after the election
0: yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean so, i don't know it's not, mean, it's not confirmed yet but i mean you know it could still happen
1: yeah and this whole thing the whole like i said before we started the show the whole proud boys email mm-hmm. my brain goes into their brainworms and <laughs> it looks bad for trump because trump Likes the Proud Boys, and therefore, if the Proud Boys are sending out this email, people will think Trump is for it. Therefore, that makes Trump look bad.
0: Oh, so the double cross, the rat fuck, the real rat. Fuck.
1: Right. So yo, no, I, you know, because the you quadruple
0: luts are logic.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> into a sow cow, um, landing yeah. on your left leg, going backwards. It's that. Um, mm-hmm. It's completely that. It's that's where his. I think that's where the the, the logic. This is bad for Trump. Yeah. Why would See, it be- but th-
3: that, that's so incriminating to me? I to know, say, like, this, but they this, do that all this the time. This makes the Proud Boys look bad, so it makes us look bad. Well, they right. do that
1: all the time, though. They admit to crap yeah. all the time, and it's it's somebody called into Stephanie's show this morning that actually got one of those emails, mm-hmm. and she said it was a little bit disconcerting because they had a her email address and to her physical address. Um, but she said, look, I already voted, so what a waste of yeah, time that was. a little yeah. late for
0: you guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know,
1: I mean, they, if they were going to start doing this rat effery, they should have started in September.
0: Well, the other weird aspect of all of this that makes it a little bit more hinky is the fact that they were making a big deal about how uh, Iran and Russia got their hands on voter registration information. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is publicly available. You can right. get it anywhere. I mean, it's it's very easy to attain that shit. It's not like they hacked into some sort of database and were able to illicitly steal a bunch of voter registration information. No, you can just get it. So watch the Chris Ray statement again. I think that is the fly in the ointment in this little stupid little Jacob Wall level plot because he was, what he didn't say was almost as important as what John Ratcliffe did say. So, I mean, what is the end game in all of this? I mean, it's very clear that the intent is to suppress the vote. And I get the Donald Segretti rat-fucking idea of, well, you know, we got our hands on some letterhead of the opposing candidate, and so what we did is we took that letterhead and wrote up a crazy letter to the editor and sent it into the newspaper, and so now the newspaper thinks our, our opponent is crazy. I don't know. When Chuck Schumer was on Rachel last night, he described his private briefing about this matter. Uh, I guess they did a briefing with the Gang of Eight prior to making this Mm -hmm. announcement. And he said there was no mention whatsoever of trying to make Trump look bad or damage to President Trump, as Ratcliffe put it during the actual announcement. So he said, Chuck Schumer said, that the intent was to sow chaos in the United States around the election, not having anything to do with Trump. So that just doesn't, none of of this makes any sense. It's just, it's so strange. And and so ultimately, I think the biggest takeaway we can uh, ascertain from all of this is that Donald Trump is desperate. So we've got now a, a foreign attack that's, Uh, benefiting joe biden and hurting me so maybe i have now more pretext to postpone the election or to contest the results of the election i can say yes we were attacked by iran who was trying to i mean he's basically taking everything that we were saying legitimately about russia and making it about iran i think maybe that's the case that he's setting up That uh, sounds right.
1: uh, That sounds plausible.
0: Again, giving us all fucking agita about (laughs) (laughs) this election, uh, which is also part of the point, too. So uh, on the good news side, let's talk about uh, voting numbers. Jody, you've got some uh, stats here in terms of how many people have voted so far?
1: I do. As of right now, um, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m., Pacific. Yeah. Uh forty six million five hundred and ninety one thousand three nine hundred ninety-three total early votes have been cast. Of that, thirty-three million eighty nine seven hundred seventy one were mail-ins mm-hmm. and in person at 13, 222 and uh California and New York start early voting this weekend, so that those in person numbers should go up. I can be very specific on say Iowa. Um Iowa has uh the total votes cast as of today are 649,485 mail-in votes. The Democrats have turned in um, 82.5% of the mail-in votes that they had requested. So they requested 408,000 and some change. They've returned 336,000 and some change. So that's a Mm. really good turnout for the mail-in ballots. Uh, Republicans, on the other hand, just under 200,000 have been returned. They only requested... Uh, 261000 and some change. Again, the returns in Iowa, it's a very high turnout Hmm, so far. Interesting, yeah. That's also very good because we've got non-party affiliations almost at 70% turnout. Basically, the total turnout at the moment in Iowa is 78%, and I don't think they've started in person voting there. Um, So, 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 I mean, we've got... this, This website is fantastic. The Uh, The URL is really confusing and not easy to give out, so I'm not going to bother. But um, it's it's the 2020 general election early vote statistics by the U.S. Elections Project. So Google that, everybody. Mm -hmm. And they update it hourly. I mean, this morning I reported only 43 million people had voted, and now it's at 46 million and some change. So they're reporting as quickly as possible.
0: Do we have a sense of the party affiliation breakdown of some of these numbers? Because my concern is that we're all looking at these numbers. But here's my big worry, and this is my uh, Debbie Downer, Captain Scary Pants view of these numbers, Mm -hmm. which is that, just like, uh, when was the last time this happened? Uh, The 2000 election. Part Mm -hmm. of the problem was everyone was announcing all of those exit poll results way too early in the day, and that may have depressed Democratic turnout because it looked like, Al Gore was way ahead. And so right. it actually was so bad that the networks all agreed not to report on actual results right. from exit polling during until it the, closed until yeah. the polls until were the, closed. Yeah, right. No, yeah. And I
1: agree with that completely. But right now, what they're doing is party registrations are provided only for the states that have party registration. For okay. instance, I believe it's South Carolina doesn't have that. So they're just going by racial breakdown in South Carolina. But as of right now, Democrats are 51.2% of the early vote. Mm -hmm. Republicans are 26.7% of the early vote. The minor parties are 0.6%. The no-party affiliation is 21.5%. Now, we have to remember that a lot of Republicans are going to be voting for Joe Biden, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people that aren't affiliated with a party are going to be voting for Joe Biden. So the the statistics right now look very good. Um, Democrats have cast 11,023,324 votes on the places that are reporting the party affiliation. Okay. Um, well, It's that half the vote count.
0: Yeah, it's just, again, my concern is that people are going to see these numbers and go, well, I don't need to vote.
1: Unfortunately. Fortunately, we are not complacent. Mm-hmm. We just have to remember this in two years, and we yeah. have to remember it again in four years. Because we can't just sit back and go, finally, we've got the Senate back, we've got Joe, we've got the House, yeah. we can get stuff to- No, we still need to give him a supermajority in the Senate. We need to give him a supermajority in the House. Mm-hmm. We need to just keep building on this so that the new, the Green New Deal can happen, so that we can get Medicare for All or some kind of hybrid combination of that with private insurance, should you decide that you want to buy into private insurance. very infrastructure high week which we seem to have every week but nothing happens um equality era let's pass that fucking thing finally you know shit various things need to happen and joe biden and kamala harris are gonna need the support of the senate and the house and if we don't give them that that's on us
0: oh yeah yeah and by the way speaking of the era if the democrats control the white house and both chambers of congress
1: we got it we
0: got it we got it. Because all gotten, they need to do is it. pass legislation lifting that deadline. and then the I stupid think. stupid deadline. Yeah, and then I think all the ratifying states still count. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are going to be lawsuits, yes, we right, to say, oh, right. We, we were We didn't tracked. mean to. We didn't mean to. No, no, that was 20 years ago or 30 years ago. No, or forty take years it all ago. back. Fuck Hawaii us. was
1: the first state to ratify the ERA.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, lots of things are going to happen if, if this all goes the right way. And I still believe it can. I, I'm not completely down the road where I'm like, oh, we're fucked. I, th- that's not what I'm saying necessarily. I'm just saying, let's exercise some caution <laughs> going Yeah, everybody get
1: out and vote. I yeah. mean, I, I honestly do believe that by the end of next week, we might have 70 million votes banked.
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah, and don't At forget. this rate,
1: it's looking like it. At this <clears> rate, <throat> rate, it's looking like it. It really is. People 33%. are so determined.
3: Yeah. I can't remember if it was Lindsey Graham or Ted Cruz that said Democrats would crawl over broken glass to vote yeah. this year, but they are right.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. 33.8% of the total vote for 2016 has already been cast, and we're uh, 12 days out. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. And I think at this point in 2016, maybe 10 million votes had been cast. Maybe? <sighs>
0: God. Oh, you know what? You know what? We got to talk about the Judiciary Committee. Judiciary,
1: Judiciary. Committee.
0: Judiciary. Uh, but there's never been a more important time to have a supply of reliable respirator face masks. From increasing group events to school reopenings to the approaching fall flu season, wearing a face mask is the first line of defense against getting sick. The director of the CDC testified under oath before Congress that wearing a face mask is more important than getting a vaccine when it comes to reducing the spread of COVID in our country. Only respirator face masks provide medical grade protection, and only FDA authorized respirator face masks provide the quality required the new deal Shop.com has fda authorized respirator masks ready to ship to you right now and every pouch comes with verifiable anti-fraud labeling so you know they work trust the masks medical professionals are using go to thenewdealshop.com and get fda authorized u.s tested respirator face masks now with free immediate shipping for my listeners bulk pricing is also available so you can get the masks you need affordably and quickly go to thenewdealshop.com now and get FDA authorized respirator face masks. Keep yourself and keep your family safer and healthier this fall. That's thenewdealshop.com. Thank you, Bob Seska. This is my friend from Pennsylvania, Richard Turgeon. Brand new single, My Cigar. Or, did I say My Cigar? No, it's not My Cigar. It's My Guitar. Sometimes a guitar is just a guitar. <laughs> yeah, What's sometimes. Wrong? What the <laughs> hell is wrong with me? I think I'm uh, starting to contract the brain worms. I think it has something to do with my algorithms, my Instagram algorithms. <laughs> eh?
1: It's all the cocaine in the back of his nose. I don't know anything on per It's just he's a little
3: stuffy.
0: <laughs> he's such a whining bastard. You know, they it's They all just- are. They fucking are.
3: They can't yeah. stop talking about how unfair
0: it's all been to them.
3: Yeah, I know. It's I know. like you were born with millions in the bank. Dickweed. No yeah. Just like.
0: Ugh. I mean, there are yeah. just some days when the Instagram or social media algorithms aren't on your side. It's just the way things go. I mean, there's not. He's making it seem as if Instagram is targeting him. Yeah to throttle his reach personally. And that's not the fucking case. This just, this happens. Sometimes everyone's reach gets throttled a little bit. That's the way these fucking fuckers work their social media platforms. It's all a big sociological experiment and we're all the fucking lab rats. That's the mm-hmm. way. <laughs> I'm so yep. cynical. I'm so cynical. I don't know why suddenly uh, this week I'm just like Mr. Cynicism. It's, you know, it is Captain Scary. It's exhaustion. Yeah, it is, it is. Yeah. A little bit of that too. So the uh, Senate Judiciary Committee voted to confirm Amy Coney Barrett today, twelve to nothing, because the Democrats walked right. out. Now, does it, and there, left
3: in their places pictures of people with pre-existing conditions.
0: Yes.
1: Well, and and Graham just ignored the Senate rule that at least two people from the minority yeah, party they, have to be there. So to make a quorum. Bye bye. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, that, they just went fuck it. We don't
0: care. Yeah. What the fuck is that? I mean, they. What, did they just suspend the rules? See, this is the thing that the Democrats need to start doing. I mean, as soon as they gain control of the Senate, yeah, we're just going to get ruthless, just like uh, fucking Mitch McConnell's new podcast is called. I don't know what else to do here, because I feel like most of us have just given up on the Amy Coney Barrett thing. And without that kind of public support to fight... (laughs) The Republicans fight Mitch McConnell, fight Lindsey Graham. Uh, What what are the Democrats going to do? They don't seem to have the wind at their sails, so to speak, with all of this. So um, walking out, yeah, is a great way to to protest the vote. But it doesn't stop the vote um, because Lindsey Graham can just change the rules like his boss Mm -hmm. Mitch McConnell does. And so this goes to the floor. Mitch McConnell is going to hold a vote on the floor on Monday. Yeah. The final confirmation vote is going to be Monday. This process, the fuckers!
3: The yeah. fuckers. I just Merrick yep. Garland, I, argh, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, the hypocrisy, the lies, the mm-hmm. just the sleaze of it all. Yeah.
1: Well, you guys, you guys read the story about her ruling on the prisoner that was the pregnant prisoner that was repeatedly raped. Yeah. And that she, she ruled that because <laughs> the rape didn't fall under the guard's duties, the prisoner couldn't sue the prison. Because oh I guess God. you have to have rape included in the guard's duties in order for her to sue.
0: Oh, for fuck's sake. She is a, an empty suit. I mean, the for fact it. that the other day she couldn't name the five freedoms in the right. First Amendment. I mean, again, that's like John Fugel saying not being able to name all the Beatles. Just, you or know. all the apostles. Or all the apostles, for that matter. Exactly. But uh, just, uh, someone who's up for a Supreme Court seat, the Supreme Court, nine people representing uh-huh. one-third of the American federal government, for God's sake, and uh-huh. she couldn't name one of the most important things in the Constitution. She got four of them. She couldn't name the fifth one.
1: I have a question for her if she would take my call. Um, the Pope...
0: <laughs> the I po- would give good money for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. The
1: Because po- she would talk Jody. Now, I can't answer that. Um,
2: <laughs> the Pope Sorry. just came
1: out in support of civil unions between same-sex couples. Yeah. He is the ruler of the Catholics. Yes, he is. She is a Catholic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: How will she now uh, rule on, on say marriage equality since the pope i mean he's fine with civil unions which is what marriage equality is about it's not about getting married in the catholic church yeah. he's not promoting that he's just saying a civil union under the state whatever wherever you live in a country if the country allows for that that's cool he's not saying catholic marriages which is the purview of the, his religion mm-hmm. but he's saying i'm cool with that that's fine with me i love this pope i'm such i'm a recovering catholic and i don't f- you know, follow that stuff. But he's he walks the walk better than any pope in my life. Oh,
0: no shit. Yeah, yeah. I thought all along that the pope was supposed to be the word of God. Anything Mm -hmm. the pope says, he Mm -hmm. is a direct conduit of God, of the Holy Trinity Mm -hmm. on earth. Mm -hmm. So when the pope says something, that's God talking. Mm -hmm. But I tweeted something like that the other day, And I guess people who are much more Catholic than I ever was corrected me and said, no, that only works if he's sitting on the papal throne. Which is yeah, just a, b- a big fun sh- bunch silly. of bullshit loophole yeah, gotta, nonsense. He's gotta yes.
3: sit on the 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 the, gold the golden toilet. Here.
0: He's gotta be
1: sitting on the, the toilet. The, he's gotta he's gonna be on God, the like, throne. Yes, in, in, in you know in the in the in the in the loo. Yes. That's um, right. No, I mean he when he first started when he first became the pope and he was like so progressive in his his speaking. I'm like, oh, I hope he has a really good food taster. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Right. Oh shit. Right. Man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think he grows his own food and makes his own food. By the way, because he knows how to do that. So I don't think anybody's cooking for him mm-hmm. because he's that humble as well. But uh, it's like you know, I was concerned about his health and well-being because the stuff that he's been doing is completely upheaval. Oh yeah. Stuff. Yeah. In the there's. Catholic I mean, Church. there's
3: like a, there a bit a huge war going on inside the, the Catholic Church between Absolutely. the old guard, the kid uh-huh. touchers, and the and the lawsuit concealers and yeah. the priest right. move and the progressive, like, you know, liberation theology kind of people who are like, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus told us to help the poor and sick, so uh-huh. yeah, we're going to do that.
0: Well, I want to talk about uh, Leslie Stahl and 60 Minutes here before we wrap <laughs> up the show. This is, uh, I watched whatever it was, the unedited clip that Donald Trump posted mm-hmm. on his Facebook page. It's about 37 minutes long. It is uh, immensely frustrating to watch, and I say, at least for me, the frustrating aspects came from both Donald Trump and Leslie Stahl, who, by the way, I've criticized Leslie Stahl's Trump interviewing in the past. I think she interviewed the entire Trump family right after, yeah. maybe after the election or after the inauguration, one or the other. And she really didn't know how to talk about the Affordable Care Act. She was say, she was mm-hmm. calling pre-existing conditions preconditions yeah. during the whole interview. And I'm going, oh, motherfucker. Oh my God! They're pre-existing conditions, Leslie. She's not equipped to take on Donald Trump.
1: I know. I wish Jackie Schechner had done it.
0: Yes. Oh my God, uh, Jackie uh, uh, would have uh. been so much more effective talking to Donald Trump. And and she, oh you hell, know, Jen Kirkman. Oh my God, yeah. Jen Kirkman or Jackie yeah. <laughs> Jen Kirkman would like Kimberly, march him out in the yard
3: and humiliate him. Kimberly Johnson, anybody.
0: yeah, any one of them would be great at uh, interviewing Donald Trump, better than Leslie Stahl from you know sixty fucking minutes. And so it was like, it was clear that Donald Trump has, and there were lots of other things. He's drinking with two hands and he, you know, it doesn't make any sense. And doing the normal thing where he's talking about how the press is always unfair to him and she's in Leslie Stahls being unfair to him and being vicious and all the rest, all the fucking usual Trump whining. But once again, it became clear to me that Donald Trump has no laughing clue what's in the Affordable Care Act. He thinks it's one insurance policy that people are buying. And that one insurance policy is bad insurance. And Leslie Stahl, for her part, doesn't exactly know how to correct him. It was, again, this endless cycle of pre-existing conditions. Well, we're going to protect them. But how? We have a plan. We have parts of the plan. Well, how, like four what what happens? Years to and make then, a plan, dude. Yeah, it was just back and forth. It was, well, <laughs> if the Supreme Court strikes down the Affordable Care Act, which now that Amy Coney Barrett is about to get installed into the court, uh, a fast track in there, uh, it's possible that that's going to happen with a five to four court, even with John Roberts siding with the liberals. And if that happens, protections for people with pre existing conditions disappear and he says, well we're going to give we're going to give him great health care well how long is that going to take it took how long did it take to do the affordable care act almost a year it took between first proposing it and actually doing the final signing and you know so what donald trump thinks he's just going to miraculously on the same day come out with a comprehensive health care reform package no of course not
1: well the republicans has had have had 10 years
0: yeah exactly yeah they've been talking about this since yeah 2010 right
1: Right, and I I don't buy on the exchange. I buy outside the exchange. I have a silver plan, which it costs me more than my mortgage, Mm. and um, I have high blood pressure. Yeah. Therefore, if what happens happens and it goes into effect immediately, I will not be able to afford my insurance because they'll price Mm -hmm. me right out and then you've got the lifetime limits that everybody whether you buy in the exchange or not benefits from not having lifetime limits uh well wellness visits i mean when i first had to change my insurance back in 2007 because i couldn't afford it and i basically had a catastrophic policy and i went to get a checkup Mm -hmm. because my 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 uh my lady doctor my lady parts doctor Said, you know, your blood pressure is being weird. Go to a general physician and we need to, you know, that's not my specialty. It's The woo-woo area is hers. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) I go to this other doctor and it cost me $800 to see her because there was no wellness covered. Oh, God. So it was like, I mean, and she spent a good deal of time with me and all that stuff. But, you know, it was an $800 doctor visit because my insurance wouldn't cover it even though I had insurance. Mm -hmm. So it's like you know and i was paying 500 dollars a month and that was in 2007 for a catastrophic policy
0: yeah and that's the kind of insurance that people are going to be able to get now um, yeah. if, if the Affordable Care Act goes away. If you've got a pre-existing condition, you're going to be stuck with one of these predatory, yep. covers-almost-nothing policies. Yeah, if, if you, you can, can afford, afford it. If you can afford that. Right. Yeah. And if you can afford it, it's probably not going to cover your pre-existing condition. Or if you do end up getting uh, you know, a reoccurrence of that pre-existing condition, mm-hmm. they could end up just kicking you off your insurance yep. as soon as it happens. I mean, th- the thing that would have impressed me by Leslie Stahl during the 60 Minutes interview is if she had said that, if she had right. said, if you eliminate the affordable care act, all of these consumer protections go away. And unless you're going to reinstate every single one of those consumer protections, you are screwing over people with pre existing conditions. Right. I mean, it's all well and good to say, we're going to protect them, We're going to give them, ins- we're going to give them no. the greatest insurance. No, no, that's not, it's, that's only 1% of the problem. You, just providing people with insurance when they've got, <laughs> he really pre- is,
3: he's running on a carbon copy of his 2016 platform. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, It's like Star Wars 3. There's just no new ideas here at all, except for maybe some Ewoks.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, another Death Star. That's new. uh (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of right. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, it's, it's just so immensely frustrating because you have president of the United States demonizing something that he knows absolutely nothing about. And the worst part about it is no one has challenged him on that. No one. No one has asked him. Name one other thing. That was in the Affordable Care Act, other than the thing about the pre-existing conditions and the individual mandate. Name one other thing in the Affordable Care Act. It's a gigantic piece of legislation, over a thousand pages. Name one other thing, Mr. President. I bet you can't. I bet you can't. You've got 30 seconds to come up with something. And that'll never fucking happen. He's about to walk out of the White House, having been president for four years, having had the fucking... Affordable Care Act as a target in his sights the entire fucking time. And no one has bothered to ask him if he knows anything about the law. No one, no. not once. And I watch all of these press conferences. I watch all of the rallies. I watch all of the interviews. And I've never seen it happen. It is so goddamn frustrating. And, and for that to be perpetuated by 60 minutes on the verge of his Uh, uh, re-election or his loss here. I mean, this is just staggering. Staggering absence of accountability here. Mm -hmm. And accountability for something that could affect tens of millions of people in the midst of a gigantic global pandemic for which he's doing nothing either.
3: Has huh. anyone ever asked him to explain his, or you know give us the extent of his knowledge on anything? I mean, he, I don't think anyone's ever because like <laughs> yeah, he good really question. is like the worst interviewee ever, in that he will just talk about whatever he wants to talk about, no yeah. matter
0: what you ask him. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, he's very good at dodging that kind of shit, but there's a way to pin him down, right. you know. And, and that's if he,
1: why he walked out, and if, yeah, <laughs> that's and, why he and, left the interview exactly.
0: Out. If he walks out, he walks out. That's on him. Mm-hmm. But at least you've done your fucking job. And, you know, I'm not here to beat up on the press. I'm just what I try to do is take in each individual fuck up as its own thing. So I think Leslie Stahl did a terrible job interviewing Donald Trump this time around. I think uh, Savannah Guthrie did a much better job during the opening moments of that town hall last week. But, I mean, ultimately, we're we're 12 days away from the election. Is it really going to make that much difference? I don't know. So
3: many people have voted.
0: Yeah, that's true.
3: I'm just wondering if, you know, Spanky's going to get up there tonight (laughs) and he to answer any questions (laughs) that aren't foreign policy questions. Because he's Mm. made up this myth in his head now that there was some kind of agreed upon premise for this debate that they were going to, like, keep the topics to foreign policy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I And just, that's
1: that's Joe Biden's wheelhouse is foreign policy, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, you really want to debate Joe Biden on foreign <laughs> what policy? What is your yeah.
3: foreign policy, Spanky? Really, like, lay <laughs> yeah. it out for us, because I don't really get it. There's no coherent foreign policy at all, except if they like me, I like them. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, he's got he's got no plans whatsoever other than, oh, you know what? I had a big piece of chocolate cake with President Xi one time. That was great. And we bombed Syria that night too. So fun. Awesome. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, good good luck and enjoy the debate tonight. Uh, I hope you have. If you're watching this or you're listening to this Thank after the debate is over. I uh, Hope you enjoyed it, future people.
3: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if it happens. I mean, I'm still in I'm, I'm still 50-50. He's not going to show up. That's
1: right. Yeah, because he's going to have to take
3: a COVID test, and they're probably hopefully going to make absolutely sure he fucking takes it this time, because he didn't take it last time. Right. Just, uh, That's become clear now. Every time anyone asks him, did you take a COVID test on the day of the debate? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I take a lot of tests, I think, and I I'm free. I'm from the lowest. I'm the percent. I'm free. I'm free. It's just like
0: I'm so sick of him. I am up, so sick man. of him. I am so done, 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 done with all of it. I'm done with the lying. Done with the whining. Done, d- done with the bullshit, name calling, and attacks. <sighs> The rallies. He's shrinking.
3: I mean, he really is visibly, like, he's getting smaller and smaller the before our very
0: eyes. Googly eyes. And finally, he's going to be like,
3: don't crush me. I'm a human being. Nope.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring me
3: the bricks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't let that happen to me. There he is.
3: Just squash him between a couple bricks like a tick.
1: Us suburban <laughs> women. He really wants us suburban women to love him. It's that's not that's happening.
3: like me. I saved your damn neighborhood. It's like, dude, okay, no, so, you, you
0: know, no, you didn't do jack shit. Uh, okay, the like, postmortem show is coming up uh, next on our Patreon page, Bob Show.com. Also, Patreon.com slash Bob Suska Show. Jody Hamilton's at From Dash Bunker.com. And David Ferguson is at Patreon.com slash T Rex Support. Also, Astral Summer.bandcamp.com. That's it. After party tomorrow. Otherwise, have a great weekend, folks. Take care. Bye-bye.
3: Love you guys. Bye.
0: With so many changes going on in the world Nowadays it feels like every day there's something New but there's one thing that you can count On it's that looking good often Makes you feel really good too and we Could all use just a little bit more of that if you Have under eye bags dark circles or crow's Feet imagine that those things are gone Vanished without making an appointment with a Plastic surgeon or leaving the house it's called Plexiderm a clinically studied serum That visibly reduces the signs of aging In just 10 minutes and lasts Up to 10 hours add some Confidence in your life knowing you look your best, even if you're having a makeup-free day. Plexiderm goes on clear, so nobody's going to know that you're using it unless you tell them, and that's why guys like it too. And Plexiderm works great with oil-free makeup. Today, you can try a six-day application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit www.buyplx.com voices or call 800-685-1292 and give the code Voices. Order today. Shipping is free and it's back with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplx.com voices or call 800-685-1292 and say the code voices at checkout. Thank you.